WNCW is member-supported public radio from Western North Carolina featuring an eclectic music mix. You can find out more and listen online at WNCW.org. Support for this public radio podcast comes from Visa, offering the Visa Signature Card, featuring concierge services for travel, dining, and entertainment at visasignature.com. This is Volume Control, musician interviews from WNCW-FM in Spindale, North Carolina. I'm Kim Clark. Recently on a Friday afternoon, we had uh, several live acts performing in our Studio B, including Chubby Carrier, and also we had Gay Adegbalola and Andra Fay coming in as well. Ann Rapson, their bandmate in Sapphire, the Uppity Blues women, couldn't join them. So what we decided to do is instead of having them go down into Studio B for a somewhat stripped-down live performance, we decided to bring them up into the control room, into the DJ booth, and kind of guest DJ and just chat with me and play a few uh, selections from some of their CDs. I hope this recording gives you an idea of how much fun it was to have them up there in the booth. Good afternoon. This is WNCW. Six minutes past two. I'm Kim Clark. And already we're having fun here in the air studio. Gay Adegbalola and Andra Fay from Sapphire are here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we are in the oh, neighborhood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys were having a great time down in Studio B listening to uh, Chubby Carrier. Are you kidding? Is Idaho fix middle of the afternoon? Uh-huh. Makes you Makes you shake your groove thing. <laughs> <laughs> and you were. Yeah, we did. We got our shake on. You all are here because you're going to be at the Handlebar in Greenville. And I guess the first question I have to ask is, where's Ann? Ann played in um, Lynchburg Mm -hmm. last night. And they kept her. No. And and she was abducted by a UFO as she was, I don't know where she is. She's on the road. She's on the road. And she's coming on down. uh, She's driving from there down. And we drove from home down. And we're in like mid-Virginia. Right. Okay. Uh, you know, Sapphire's been a band that... Oh, but go ahead. They, we, we still play with Ann. Yes, <laughs> yes. A lot yes. of people think because we do independent things, they think that, that we are separated or something. No, we're still together. Sapphire's a band that we have played ever since I've been listening to this radio station, I guess probably ever since y'all came together. But uh, how many years has it been for Sapphire? Uh, Sapphire was formed in 84. So what is that? 23 years? Wow. Yeah, we'll be it'll be twenty three years in May, and um, we went on the road full time for a living in eighty eight. It started out with just you and Ann, right? And well, yeah, actually, it started with just me and Ann, and um, along the way, Earlene Lewis, uh, who was a bass player, she sat in a couple of times, and the next thing we knew, we were a trio. So um, when we went out on the road, it was the three of us, and on our first. Two CDs, Erlene is the bass player. And, and Andrew, I think it's really interesting how you got involved because, it's kind of, I mean, I think you, you played on a CD, but then they needed a bass player. But you really weren't a bass player, but you became one. Yeah, I was a bass player at heart, I guess. <laughs> I always danced to the bass line. We actually, the three of us met at a blues camp in West Virginia in 87 and became like instant musical lifelong friends, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, fell in musical love, I like to say, <laughs> and stayed in touch. And... um in 92, they asked me to be a guest on broadcasting, adding, like, fiddle and mandolin on a couple tunes. And mm-hmm. I was so scared to death and excited, and it was really fun. It came off well. And then very shortly after, they asked me to give it a try on the road. Uh, and, no, I didn't play bass for six months because I, 
I, I didn't know what to do with it. I mean, I was taking lessons <laughs> from the minute they asked me, but, you know, I couldn't drag it around yet. So about six months I had it up on the road. <laughs> we have, and I don't want it to sound like that, that, that Sapphire is this historical artifact because y'all, um, you know, you've been, oh, you're we still old, doing baby. We're proud. <laughs> you don't get old by being a fool. We've done a lot of living. <laughs> yes, you have, but you still, you're still putting out a lot of music individually yes, and you. collectively. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I guess the, the place for us to start is, you know, you, we've got some CDs spread out here, and you guys were kind of uh, going to be democratic of how you divvied them out. But what do you want to start with? And, and then once you pick the song out, we'll, we'll talk about that song and set it up for our listeners. Okay. Well, let's see. Um, yeah, earlier this year, uh, the Deluxe Edition CD came out, which is kind of like a best of or a Retrospective. Retrospective, yeah, that's what it is. Here, here. So let's, selections from all of yeah, Alligator's Let's pick recordings. something off of the retrospective yeah. deluxe so that if you have listeners, they might want to um, pick us up. Okay. I'll tell you what, go ahead and, and hand me the CD out of that case while okay. you guys are making your final selection. I can okay. be ready to punch it in when you make your pick final one. decision. Start with that. Yes, that's good. Let's, uh, number four, Missy. Okay, number four. And number four is also the title of the previous album, which is called Ain't, Ain't Gonna, Gonna Hush. Hush. This features Anne on the vocals and, of course, her kick you know what piano <laughs> and uh, gay on guitar and me on bass. Right. Okay, it's Sapphire with Ain't Gonna Hush on WNCW. Stop this talk so I can tell you off. Ain't no use, I'm about to get loose, and I ain't gonna hush. Well, you told me, honey, hush, but I ain't gonna shut my mouth. You told me, honey, hush, but I ain't gonna shut my mouth. You put down that bat and come on in this house. I'm gonna yak it, yak, yak it, yak all night long. Sapphire, the Uppity Blues women on WNCW, and two of those Uppity women here with me this afternoon, Gaya Degbalola and Andra Fay. Uh, you know, you kind of alluded to it a while ago, Gay, and you were kind of laughing about, you know, being a little bit older, middle-aged. You know, you guys have really made that part of your, what you're celebrating with your music. Right, right. Um, I think it's really interesting in that when we went on the road, I was 44, and that's old for a musician starting out. And it's a big difference between being a weekend warrior and making a living at it. So um, we worked really, really hard to make it so. And consequently, I think we've become an example for other women to play the music, not just sing the music, and also for older women to pursue their dreams. And, um, yeah, I guess I guess we are kind of like... Um, um, representatives. What do you yeah. represent? That's what we do. We represent, yeah. And also, um, not just women having midlife career changes. A lot of men, uppity men, come to our shows, too, and have a good time <laughs> mm-hmm. and tell us that we've changed their lives. And that's really a wonderful thing to hear, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, talk a little bit about the, the blues tradition that Sapphire is building from. You know, what's the, what's what's back in there? Sippy Wallace, Bessie Smith, that kind of stuff? Yes, and yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I always like to, in case your listeners don't know, the first music that was commercially successful in the world, 
not just in this country, not just in this genre, but any kind, was uh, the classic blues women of the 1920s. They are what started and created the blues industry as we know it. So we've, we're kind of like a natural evolution from that kind of music and that style of music. Uh, just for example, Bessie Smith never recorded with drums. And when you go, when, when we show up at a gig, inevitably the sound guy will say, well, where's the drummer? We don't have a drummer. <laughs> so we play acoustic blues. We play blues that's basically by, for, and about women and women's issues because that's who we are. So we continue in the tradition of Alberta Hunter and Ida Cox and Lucille Bogan. And Bessie is better known, and so is Sippy Wallace. Thanks to Bonnie Thanks Raitt. Bonnie Raitt. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about um, Lucille Bogan. I, we have some of that archival stuff here. I mean, th- some of her stuff, you know, you, it couldn't get airplay today. Exactly. I mean, because she was, she was out there with it. You want me to sing some of it? <laughs> she does a great rendition of many of them. <laughs> we, do, um, we do Sloppy Drunk, which is on our deluxe CD. And um, I'll Be Your Sweet Black Angel, which is on Cleaning House. Both of those are Lucille Bogan songs. Um, some of her bawdier ones she recorded as Bessie Jackson. I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah, Here recently, everybody and their mama, they do this song. Mm-hmm. But um, usually the black is taken out. So Buddy Guy does it, B.B. King does it, and it's also it's always called Sweet Little Angel. I got a sweet little angel. She, I love the way she spreads her wings. I think it's really interesting, too, uh, where you all come from personally. As, as, like, yeah, you were just talking about it. You didn't even become a musician until your mid-40s, and, and you were a teacher. And, Andra, are, do you still have your nurse's license? I sure do. Actually, um, since we don't work all the time now, I'm doing a little bit of nursing on the are side. Are you really? Yeah. Why do you? Used to be, music was my side job, and <laughs> now nursing can be my side job. <laughs> and and cool. she practices her nursing on, on me and Ann all the time. <laughs> Do you really? What do you do? No, just just, they ask for advice, and I'm like, boy, that's been a long time since I had to think of that. Let me think. Uh, call your doctor. No. Why was it important to you to keep that nursing thing active all this time? It's um, it was you know I worked hard to get the degree and get that license, and for the price of you know a few dinners out every couple of years, you could keep it renewed. Mm-hmm. And in Indiana, where I was from, you didn't really have to do a lot of continuing education, you know, to maintain it. You could just renew it as an inactive nurse. It's a little piece of insurance because, you know, I like to eat, as you can plainly see. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it was something I worked hard for and was proud of. And, and they make more money than blues music. Yeah, there's that. I guess it's like having that little ace in, ace in the back pocket. Sure. Like, I can always go to work somewhere, you know, and it doesn't have to be fast food. <laughs> it can be a job where you can make a living. So, you know, it was important to me. And. Sure enough, I'm using it a little bit, dusted it off. And <laughs> that is so cool. That really is. Someday maybe I'll open a nursing home for old blues musicians. <laughs> well, you do one for old we're, DJs we're, we're, as well. Old DJs, all, yeah, old musicians also, of any kind. Yeah. Also important is she wasn't just a nurse. She was an RN, and she wasn't just an RN. She was an ICU RN. Oh, wow. So the thank girl you. is talented, well, you know. You. Well, talking about talent now, I mean, see, yeah. you, you're wrote what, a bacteriologist, uh, mm-hmm. biochemical research. That's pretty mm-hmm. heavy stuff there. It is. <laughs> That's why I left it. That's why she's buggy. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the doctor I used to uh, work under won um, um, a Nobel Peace Prize. Really? Yeah, it was at Rockefeller University. He um, he synthesized insulin. He was the first one to do it. Wow. Isn't that amazing? It really is. Yeah. But I left it because I had to kill a rat every morning. 
and it drove me. I started dreaming about rats, and they would come chasing me. And sometimes when I'd pull them out of the cage by the tail, they would wiggle around and break off the tail in my hand. Oh, oh it was my just gosh. awful. I couldn't it take it. It was awful. I couldn't take that either. Huh? But you were and then te- after I killed them, I cut out the uterus and tested different drugs on it. It's not my cup of tea. No. No. Say no more. <laughs> but you so went, I turned to teaching. Yeah, and that was and easier. <laughs> and you were really a successful teacher as well. You know, sure teacher yeah. of the year, I think, in the what's the early eighties or something yeah, like that. That would be me. I love eighth graders. You know that I think I'm crazy. He <laughs> <laughs> <You> really relates. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know if they're men and women or boys and girls, and I fall right in that crack somewhere too. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But it's a beautiful thing because all over the country, even well, even in Spain, we ran into one of Miss A's students. You know, so truly she has a wonderful legacy of, of students who still really love her. You know, and don't you both you guys teach blues or teach music? There's sure a lot we of do, yeah, yeah. And, and, and also too. yeah, we do workshops. I'd give some private lessons. We'll teach anybody who'll pay a little bit or just, or just <laughs> sit at our feet. <laughs> Yeah, we we met at a blues camp, and we were there as students. And um, I'm I'm going to say this on the air because if anybody really has a desire to learn more or to learn how to party harder, harder, <laughs> um, we the three of us teach at uh, the Augusta Heritage Workshops in West West Virginia, in um, Elkins, West Virginia. And Anne teaches piano. Andra teaches mandolin and fiddle and some repertoire. And I teach vocals and performance. So uh, we have classes all day, and we jam all night. We used to jam all, all night. night. <laughs> all <laughs> night. Now we go to bed. Round four, five, <laughs> something like that. Wow. Talking to uh, Gaya Degbalola and Andra Fay from Sapphire, they, along with their compatriot, uh, Ann Rabson, are going to be at the Handlebar in Greenville. And they've got a bunch of CDs uh, spread out here on the counter. What do we want to play next? Well, um, Chris, our road manager, and Andra's husband, uh, wanted to hear Tomorrow Ain't Promised, All right. which is on Cleaning House. And um, it's, a, it's a song I wrote for about how to live. <laughs> it's, it's just, you know, my personal little instructions. If, uh, if somebody asked me, what piece of advice would you give me? Here it is right here. Everybody, if you can hear me sing. You can sit there and listen Or you can do that boogie thing Feels good to move your body You can dance in great delight And you know tomorrow ain't promise Go for it tonight Tomorrow ain't promise I am so sorry we don't have a camera in here. Oh, yeah. Gay and Andrea from Sapphire here. And I have to tell you, Gay was up uh, shaking her booty to that one. I was acting out the song. I perform. (laughs) But, you know, Andrea, you were saying that that you you all were really getting into listening to the music. You don't get to listen to your own CDs that much, do you? Well, I mean, they are at the house, but there's so many other (laughs) CDs that come along, and you just kind of forget about them. I mean, every once in a while, I I think all of us will say, you know, I listened to whatever last week. It was pretty good. <laughs> you just forget. You yeah, put so much time into the recording. And-, and and another thing, too, when you record 
and you go back and listen to it, you know where every little mistake is. Mm -hmm. So it's like you don't want to hear it again and again because uh, you, <laughs> you, you, you tend to dissect right. it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm constantly amazed. Uh, I haven't heard that song in ages, and it's a good song. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, I mean, you know, I haven't heard it in a long, long time. Yeah, yeah. tomorrow I ain't promised. And that's really heavy gospel sound there. Gospel music in your backgrounds anywhere? Where does that come into to the recipe? I like to listen to it, but yeah. Uh, no, I, I mean, you know, yeah. my church was a draggy church, you know. <laughs> it's the too bad. church is one found. You know, I wouldn't, I would, you know, it just wouldn't. It wasn't something that gave me something to take to the stage. But I listened to a lot of gospel right. later mm -hmm. in life. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I, I grew up in this area, and, and uh, I was always hoping or wishing that I went to the church that just had that just, you know, really great throwdown music. But unfortunately, I wasn't. Yeah, but the church fed my soul. It mm -hmm. really did. I mean, I, I, I still claim it as my church family, and it's a family to me. How do you, how do you guys feel that Sapphire's music fits into for want of a better word, the the blues scene, I mean, you know, because you're you're definitely doing blues, but you're you're outside of the genre as well. We kind of blur the lines, I guess, which is fortunate. It means we play we can play a lot more venues, yeah, <laughs> types of things. I think we bring a lot of people to the blues who might not have gone there, um, just because a lot of people say they can understand the lyrics. Mm -hmm, for true. one, they can hear them; they're not just hearing you know whatever guitars or whatever, mm -hmm. but. So I know that has helped widen it out a little bit. but And we also, we can play, uh, like Andrew was saying, Jazz Fest, Blues Fest, Women's Fest, Folk Fest. We can play concert halls and theaters as well as a bar room so that our, our music is, uh, the I'm talking about the sound of the music, is broader than a lot of, for example, uh, heavy electric guitar blues. You know, so our, our sounds different, you know, and the fact is, I don't know of any other women's group that plays, too. I don't mean to like Ed says, that's not the part of your body that you play the instrument with. <laughs> right. but, um, but I always find it amazing that even, you know, even like the Dixie Chicks need some men. Yeah, they got a full band behind them. Yeah. They, they do play and sing Indigo great. Girls. We do what we do. Um, and Anne and Gay and Erlene made a niche for Sapphire by their early struggles and travels. And because, I mean, so that now a promoter has said to us, you know, if you want a female guitar player at your festival, there's several to choose from. But if you want Sapphire, you have to get Sapphire, which is, I think oh, that's, that's cool. just a, a lovely mm -hmm. thing, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, your music has allowed you to play all over the world. You, it, it's because it's so accessible to so many different people, different cultures. Is, uh, is there anything that sticks out in your mind is like, the most unlikely place you ever thought you'd find yourself playing your music. Uh, yes, in South Africa to an all-white audience. Yes. You're kidding. And I was the only black musician on stage. At the Blues Festival. At the Blues Festival. <laughs> Stellenbosch. Stellenbosch, South Africa, Blues Festival, and I was the only black there. There. That sticks out. <laughs> that, that, was, that was memorable. And we played in New Zealand at a huge festival, and we were the only band that got paid because our manager happened to be there, and, and she won't take no for an answer. <laughs> she, she stuck like glue. <laughs> wow, good for her. Yeah. We've had oh, Barcelona just for various reasons. We love playing there. And whoever thought music would take, for me, you, I never thought music would take me to Spain or anywhere. You know, or Brazil. So, Brazil. Or, or New Zealand. Italy. Italy. Yeah, right. yeah. 
And um, in Barcelona, even though the language is different, some places you go, like like when we were in South Africa, there was English, so you didn't have a communications problem that way. But like in Spain, from the first note, everybody was dancing. So uh, even if the words weren't there, the communications were, were there. Mm-hmm. And the gigs didn't start till midnight, and we liked it a lot. <laughs> I had to have an after-dinner nap. But. No, no kidding. No kidding. You know, it's been kind of a journey for Sapphire. Y'all been at it for a while. This is one of those heavy questions that might be kind of hard to answer, but what do you think you're – what's your proudest accomplishment or your – what are you proudest of that Sapphire's done? I, th- I think for me it's probably the fact that I've made a living doing what I love. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I feel like I'm a, a NBA basketball player, as, <laughs> as you know, in terms of just my dreams. Mm-hmm. So I've I've done a lot of I've lived my dream, and I guess I got to figure out a new dream. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, and by for me for sure, I never mm-hmm. dreamed I'd get to play music for a living. It just seemed like totally un- unattainable growing up in the Midwest. I don't know, but um. By achieving that with the help of my good friends and reaching so many pinnacles, it kind of allows you, it opens you up to the possibility of other dreams. Mm-hmm. So I think having this dream come true makes it clear that there's other dreams, you know? Yeah. She's a lot younger. So <laughs> <laughs> she can have another dream. Yeah, right. I, I joined Van when I was 32, I think. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah, yeah. my baby. I'm like, I'm like a little sister. Yeah. But, uh, you know, um, I think a lot of people don't realize just how very, very much work it is. Um, as Ann likes to say, they don't pay us to play the music. They pay us to get here. And it's so much involved with getting there, not just the travel, but the, uh, the publicity, the PR, the radio time, um, the uh, air arrangements, the hauling, the setting up, the hotel, the bad meal, <laughs> the other bad meal, the next bad meal. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard. Yeah. So, um, and we have a troop of people who help us, you know. Yeah. So, um, but oh, well, one thing is is that there's a documentary. Oh, do tell. Being made about Sapphire, yeah. which is pretty yeah. exciting. It's still very surreal. <laughs> By a small film co- company, Joe Films in New York City. Tentatively, it's entitled Hot Flash. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And um, I don't know. They they did a lot of recording in December, and I think some other stuff has to be re-recorded. But um, we'll see. It's yep. it's exciting to know that somebody wants to um, wants our story to live. Right. Uh, but was for a while were were they following you around like reality TV kind of thing? Just not quite that bad, but it, it had that feel. It was a little more set up than that. But they did do some live shows and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. I didn't mind it until they came to my bedroom. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping they wouldn't want to come to my house before I had time to clean it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to remember these things. So what's next for Sapphire? You're, you're working on a CD, but, I mean, you know, we're looking down the road a little bit. What's next? What y'all see? I was just thinking about that this week, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. maybe, well, I think we need a pet project or something, you know. Or <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I, th- I think that um, what we probably need to do, summertime is usually a busier time. Oh, the other thing that's happened just recently I just had carpal tunnel surgery on my um, left hand in December, and this is just my second gig back. Mm. And then I'm getting carpal tunnel surgery on my right hand in March. So that has slowed me down immensely, and um, 
work-wise and financially. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so from um, basically mid-December to end of April, I've kind of had to put everything on hold. And for, for Gay, um, my big dream is to complete some songs that I've started. I have quite a few that I've started, and I'm a fledgling slide guitar player, and <laughs> I want to get better at it. A slide guitar to me is amazing because you can hear somebody's personality come out because of the fluidity of that slide. Yeah, you know? be. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Kind of jangling. No. <laughs> no, she sounds great on it. Oh, I'm sure. Okay, well, we're going to play one more song and one from Sapphire. What do you want I us to, to close it out? out? Uh huh. Something upbeat you're saying? Yeah, yeah. We want to go out and hide This is here. written by a good friend of ours, uh, Phil Wiggins from Cephas and Wiggins. Oh, yeah. We love them. And, okay. And all three of us, we're taking turns on the vocals, so we thought that would be good. And Andrew's on mandolin. mandolin. All right. And also, this is a song that was born from the blues camp we've been talking about in West cool. Virginia. Phil, yeah. Phil teaches there and has since it started, and it was literally born out of a jam. All right. The gay's like, we ought to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they haven't recorded it <laughs> yet. <laughs> I'm so glad. Well, well Gay Adegbalola and Andrew Fay, I can't, I can't thank you enough for coming in and hanging out with me for this hour. And coming in and, and hanging out when Chubby Carrier was playing. It's been a real delight to have you around this For afternoon. Too, thanks. Thank you. All right, let's close it out with this one. And y'all come back real soon and bring Anne, and you're going to perform live next time, okay? I love it. After it's, your it's surgery. It's her turn to watch her. <laughs> <laughs> Support for this public radio podcast comes from Acura, featuring the all-new turbocharged Acura RDX with available voice-activated navigation. More at acura.com slash rdx.